0: welcome to cryptid crossroads 505 i'm larry and i'm vince welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid sasquatch aliens hauntings and anything paranormal you would like to share with us you can reach us at cryptid 505 at gmail.com so settle in open your mind and enjoy the show Hey, welcome back to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're back doing it once again. Vince, give me a shout out. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back to the CCR 505
0: studios. Glad that's, to have you. That's right. Um, I, I want to start this off uh, by just saying on our last episode that we posted, we talked about, you know, bones, whether they were uh, giant bones, but could they could they be actually squatch bones you know that's you know we kind of mentioned that in our last uh, episode that we published Correct. but I was I was watching uh, the David Politis, the missing 411 David Politis, uh Sasquatch 101 class and I had seen a couple of them but I went back to episode one because I've never seen episode one and how funny that he kind of has the same theory that we do about these bones um, he said you know uh, no one's ever found eight bones on this continent he said ever 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 and uh, he said but we have found giant bones and he kind of didn't come out and say it but he kind of linked it to say it possibly could could it be squatch bones you know and he was he was going through articles in his research that that dated back to the 1800s, 1700s. Uh, he went far back. Uh, he just came as far as 1922, I think, and he said a lot of it was due to copyrights. He couldn't publish some of the articles yet and whatnot. But we've done the same thing. We've heard stories. We've seen the articles on the documentaries on the Internet. And we've also heard from the natives and their folklore, which go back longer than any newspaper. Right. So I, it was pretty interesting that the point he brought up, and you know, it's just it's just verification uh, that these creatures are rare. real. They're out there, and uh, you know, sightings are rare. But if you have one. You're one of the lucky ones. Right. Now,
1: he said that no ape bones have ever been found here in North America. In North America. Okay. Now, you've heard the theory about Bigfoot being a relative of uh, G- uh, Gigantopithecus, right? The mm-hmm. giant ape. Now, so when where were those bones found? In China? China. China. Okay. So there's no proof that these uh, Gigantopithecus apes even crossed the land bridge. No, there's humans. There's not. And uh, I, mean, I mean, that's just an interesting theory because they say a Sasquatch might be related to them, but yet they can't even. Well, as far as we know, them being Gigantipithecus
0: has never even been here. Right, and and we always hear the theory that you know they're so human, but like people have said, if you if you look at the makeup of how they tried to recreate the Gigantipithecus, it. It looked like an ape right. as to everyone that sees the squatch, especially hunters that have said, I had it in my crosshairs, I just couldn't pull the trigger because it looked too human.
1: Right. Now, um, I know there's been a lot of uh, experimenting, especially in Russia. I'm not saying we haven't done it, but right. trying to cross like chimp DNA and human DNA when they're trying to make their soldiers.
0: Right. Well, if you remember the chimp, the chimp from Russia, was it called, Bobo? It was called, I think it was uh, called Bobo. Yeah. And that was, it didn't live long, but it was supposedly a hybrid a human DNA and chimpanzee mixture.
1: Right. And it was also Russia, that ape girl, remember? Right. She lived on the streets and had oh, yeah. chil- illegitimate mean, children from the men in the city.
0: And, and they actually went back and tried to find the graves of her right. grandchildren so they could dig them up and extract some of the DNA and see what was going on there, but. I mean, you know, it's, it's a possibility that these creatures do have human type DNA. I mean, look at the chimpanzee, you know, they say it's our closest relative because it has what 98% of the DNA we do. Right. There's just that. Two percent, one or two percent that makes right. us different.
1: Now, how about Gigantopithecus? Did they ever get DNA to show maybe how close they are related to us? Or?
0: Well, if they did, they never said it because okay. I know they had molars, and you know, and they were saying that these molars were from Gigantopithecus, and they had other bones, and we know that they could, especially in teeth, that they could still right. extract some of the DNA. Because I was just thinking, uh, <laughs> you've he- you've heard all the theories about uh,
1: Bigfoot, you know. Stealing brides or mixing with humans, right? right? That's that's uh, what some people say is the difference between an actual Bigfoot and a Sasquatch. The Bigfoot have human DNA, right? And Sasquatch, I guess, they lean more to <coughs> the ape side. But I mean, to me, it's it's kind of far fetched a man in a Bigfoot or a woman in a Bigfoot, right? How about maybe a Bigfoot and a Neanderthal? Because or not a Bigfoot, a Gigantopithecus. Well, because I'm, I I don't know. What uh, the Neanderthals were—they had bigger brains, but that don't mean they really know how to use them.
0: Right. Well, that's why they died off. <laughs> right.
1: But I mean, I mean, if there's a chance of humans breeding with Sasquatch, why not?
0: Two things that are similar in size. Right. You know, and that going back to the uh, Neanderthal, they did. You know, their theory is they had bigger brains, and that that they, they say they were smarter than us. Um. I I just don't understand if they're smarter than us why did they you know fade away and
1: right well <coughs> it, it it don't matter who's smartest or who's strongest what matters <laughs> is who's holding the boomstick that's right that's yeah right. and uh, the neanderthals may be in smart they may have uh, developed some great tools right but their tools may have been used for a peaceful purpose
0: right. while man they developed weapons homo sapien right yes um yeah i mean the theory's been thrown out there too that you know could bigfoot be a spin-off from neanderthal right Uh, i mean because neanderthal was side by side with us for such a long time
1: right and um All these renderings of Neanderthals, is that really what they look like? Can they get that much evidence from DNA?
0: Well, here's, here's the thing I always say, you know, we we got to take everything with a grain of salt. Even, like, some of these facial reconstructions that they do for, like, uh, murderers or people that have been dead for centuries. Right. We don't know. We, we don't have a picture. We didn't see them. It's their best effort guess.
1: Right. Well, what I was thinking is since they came through the land bridge... And they were around during the Ice Age, I'm guessing. Right. Um, They maybe have a lot more body hair than we think or than people depict them as having. Right. So with that being said, they could have been closer to a Sasquatch. You got the human appearance plus a a big, muscular, hairy build. Right. And
0: it's possible, and you're right. I mean you're going to develop the hair all over your body if you're not wearing clothes. And I think w- we've lost a lot of the hair on our body just as over the centuries, you know, we... Well, I don't know, some guys are still pretty hairy. <laughs> but, you know, as, as, if you have clothes on your body, it's like people, they say that wear hats all the time, they lose their hair. And I, I could see that, but, you know, I don't, I don't know if we were ever really hairy, but... You know, we we have skins, I guess.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. Just interesting. Uh, and where did where do we fit in with this? And
0: it's you know it, that's the million dollar question, and that's a puzzle that I don't think will ever get answered. Um, not in my lifetime, anyway. Uh, but you know, everyone's looking for that missing link right uh, when when they discovered the remains of Lucy and they reconstructed and said oh she walked on you know she was bipedal and but you know when it came down to it was she bipedal or was it bipedal for a period right uh, like but, a bear yes yeah so I, I don't know you know I don't know um, and do they know well they say well because of the bone structure she did and if I remember correctly, she didn't walk like we do. Hers would have been kind of a waddle, you know, like like you see a chimpanzee when they walk. Not not as severe as that, but it right. was like a waddle.
1: Right, and that just goes to <clears throat> the way their hips are formed and the shorter legs. Right, right. Yeah, or I was going to say, do they walk like those drunk guys back home? They waddle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> possibly, possibly. but. I mean, you know, there's so many theories out there, but it was pretty cool to hear uh, David Pilates because everyone, you know, listens to him and they think, oh, he's on to something. And I'm like, right. well, it, like I said, it just solidifies a lot of things that other people and we ourselves have talked about um, okay. that, you know, these, these creatures are out there.
1: Right. Um, right. And uh, <laughs> we're talking off cam about a, a documentary I saw in Alaska, I believe is on the History Channel. And I was telling my brother that they were—they have eyewitnesses, several accounts where they've spotted actual monkeys in Alaska. Right. And then that's what, you know, we started talking about the land bridge and stuff like that because they think they might be related to the monkeys in Japan, the snow monkeys that live high up on the mountain. Right. And uh, if they are, that explains why they could, you know, put up with the Alaskan winter, which is pretty brutal.
0: Right. Extreme temperatures, and it is brutal. Though.
1: Yeah, but my point was if... Uh, there's a, a <coughs> tribe of monkeys, I believe that's what they're called, right, tribes? Tribes. Of monkeys. Or clans. Uh, whatever, you know, <laughs> a, gr- a group of them, guys. If they could go undetected and survive in Alaska, you know, <coughs> what's to say that a Sasquatch can't do the same or a, a clan of them?
0: No, and I, I think they could. I, I, I think these creatures, they're so stealthy. Uh, like I said, they're the master of the forest. Right. And, they, and, yeah.
1: and just being in Alaska, you'd think it'd be a lot easier because the population is mostly concentrated in their little cities. Right. Then you got the fuel scattered along the the wide open, but still nothing. I mean, right. people say you could walk in Alaska for weeks and not see a single person.
0: That's right. And, and it's true. I mean, most of Alaska is still not even probably explored. Right. It's just wild tundra.
1: Right. And then coming down through like the Pacific West, through Canada, down to the Rocky Mountains. I, I believe it's a, a lot of the same because we don't, a lot of that's unexplored.
0: Right. Because and, it's just too harsh to get back. And I, I think the, the, the squatches in our area, I do think they they travel the Rocky Mountain chains. You know, they follow the that chain of mountains up and down from, because that chain goes all the way down to Mexico and all the way up into Colorado and then on a little more, but I, I think they they would use that as for one their cover because it's forestry and right. you know they wouldn't be identified. But and there again, how many of us are up in those mountains walking around?
1: Not very many. No, no. <laughs> no, I mean uh, even even the. Today, the outdoorsmen, the hikers, the mountain bikers, they stay on specific paths. Right. You yeah. don't find a lot of people who go off the beaten path. Right. Uh, I know hunters, they go out and scout, but a lot of them, they're driving on these roads with their little side by sides. And mm. when they do get down and walk, uh, it's familiar territory, so kind of they know a path.
0: Right. Yeah. No, no you don't get any. Uh any people really doing the exploring like the old pioneers did. Right. Uh, where they just would wander through the forest and and make a path, learning, going from one city to the next. But, yeah, we don't have that anymore.
1: Right. And and that goes back to pre-Columbus days when the Native Americans, uh, you know, there's some that say they, they worked with Sasquatch, you know, traded or whatever. Right. Uh, they were just another <clears throat> part of the forest, but... The forest was their home. It's not like they were exploring because a lot of the tribes are nomadic. They would move. Right. So And they would just stay in the forest wherever the food was, kind of like a Sasquatch. And maybe that's why they had more encounters because they would follow the food, not a path.
0: Right. Well, and and, and of course the squatches are out there. They're going to see that, hey, these people live like us. So yeah. they wouldn't really consider them a threat because for one they're probably not out there trying to hunt them or hurt them. Right. They see the food that they gather, the food they hunt and they're they're probably like all right, they they're hunting the same thing we're doing to do the same thing we do right. eat and survive. Right. Yeah, yep. so
1: I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they saw and that's why they could work side by side because they had a common interest, you know, common goals and they're doing right. the same thing unless uh <clears throat> Maybe one of them wanted to get married off, and there wasn't enough women in the clan. And that's where we hear the forest bride stories.
0: Maybe, you know. Or,
1: I don't know. It's just, we just don't know enough. It, it could have only been certain clans, just like in uh, the big thicket, how they're very aggressive. Right. And then you talk to anyone in the Pacific. <laughs> northwest oh they won't hurt you they're more scared of you than you are them
0: right i beg to differ (laughs) i i I, I beg to differ too i don't care where you encounter them a creature that big if you encroach on them uh close enough and threat in a threatening manner i think they'll handle business
1: right and and even if the creature ain't aggressive just seeing something that size is going to scare you well
0: and then you have both sides of the story because some people were like it, it was the most amazing thing I've seen and then you have some people that it just terrifies them to the core and they're like I'm never stepping foot in the forest again I don't ever want to see that creature and you know it scars them
1: yep now one of these people are they having an illusion that oh these things are cute forest animals that are my friend and, and the other one is more realistic <laughs> hey this thing could rip my arms off Right. I it, need to get out of here
0: I, I guess it, it's the perspective of the person that has a sighting you know uh, yeah you get some people that think and to this day we've seen it ourselves we get people go out there and they pitch a tent and they don't keep a campfire they it's like oh we're one with nature and everything <clears throat> out here is a, is our friend or nothing will hurt us you do, know what i mean you, do you remember we went out to our spot <clears throat> that one time and there was ladies
1: camping with all with kinds all, of little girls. With those little girls, yeah. And I, I was thinking, man, those those ladies got more cajones than me. I know. <laughs> or, or they're ignorant. They don't know.
0: No. No. <laughs> it, it was pretty... Uh, the thought that ran through my mind is I'm like, do you ladies really know what's out here? Right. Because they were with those little girls just making a lot of racket, and I'm like, ah, okay.
1: You know, if, if we were to really... Uh, put our mind to it that could have been our best night of research because we had bait there
0: you know what it could have been it could have been but but there again you know some people like everyone says these creatures are five feet away from you on the tree line and you don't even see them right don't even know they're there right but yeah that that could have been a good night of research (laughs) yeah
1: I think so oh man but you know Oh, well, you know, just real quick before we get off this subject, uh, I was talking about some people want to flee and some people think, oh, I've been blessed with this moment or whatever. Right. Well, I think I had my reaction that I had and you would have a similar reaction because we had similar upbringing. We had similar training. Now, when we we're in the military and we were overseas and something, it, it don't have to be anything big, just something out of the ordinary starts happening you, first thing you're thinking is, okay, what's going on here? Right. Do I need to get the hell
0: out of here? It, it, the fight or flight instinct
1: right. kicks in. But you're, you're always thinking, do I need to leave? Especially when we're in these third world countries and they'll stab us and throw us in the gutter. And, one uh, thing and, 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 and
0: no one will know that you're ever right. missing.
1: But that, that's a lot of what went on my head and through my head that night is, okay, I have these people. I got little ones I'm... I gotta protect, so that's why I'm like, we need to get out of here.
0: (laughs) No, and like I said, it it it, it, different people have different experiences, and at at the time that you were having yours, you had that sense of maybe threat. Yeah, that you're like, okay, even what I'm hearing in the tree line, that doesn't sound friendly. Right. It's it's not like these creatures said, "Yoo
1: hoo." Right. No. But I always think if I had that experience again and it was me and you, would we act differently? Now, we could say, oh, hell yeah, I'd I'd have my camera
0: out, I'd have this. But when it happens, you know. I don't don't know if we'd act differently or if we would, even though we're there with the intention of listening and waiting for an encounter, if it actually happens, I don't know if we'd react different because there again, we may just Fight or flight. Yeah, we know. might say, okay, I've heard enough. Let's yeah, go. Exactly. Say, okay, I don't. I think this creature is creature's getting a little too close. It's right. come, And and we know the stature of them that they could, if they could, ring the neck of a deer. Uh, or, Look, I'm uh, I'm, I'm like over I'm overweight. It'll catch me and wring my neck quick.
1: <laughs> It'll <laughs> squeeze us like Twinkies, what? Right? <laughs> or uh, putties. Have, have you seen
0: those things you get like in the claw hand? You squeeze uh, them in the and ice the eyes pop <laughs> yeah, That's exactly what they have the capability to do to us. Uh, you know, even the females are big and muscular. I mean, let's look at the Patterson Gimlin film. That's yeah. a female. Yep. But she w- she was full of muscle and. Big, even coming across that and having to go toe to toe with that in the forest. Uh, I, if you don't have a powerful weapon, I don't think you're going to survive.
1: And you better have it at the ready. At the ready. Because I, I know people talk a good game, but you know you hear so many stories of hunters with guns, and they see one, and they're almost paralyzed. Right. You know they don't. They're holding the gun, but they don't even think to lift it and point.
0: Uh, and time and time again, when you hear these interviews from people that have had the encounters, whether it's, uh, oh, these creatures are beautiful, or I, I was so scared, you know, 90% of the time, they're like, the last thing that was on my mind was trying to get a picture right. or put, getting my phone. And then the encounter lasts maybe 10 seconds and right. and they're done. But, in the time frame, the people think it seemed like it was hours, but it was seconds
1: right and um uh, most of the encounters they say are what fifteen seconds if that, and uh, i I think your mind is too busy processing what's happening or what am I seeing to even think about taking a picture
0: No I mean people and, have said it and, time and you know and the videos again.
1: and the pictures are people who've already had their cameras out or else their video rolling right, and they accidentally catch it now. I was thinking about uh, if you and I had the encounter again, we'd probably bail, we'd get down to the bottom of the mountain, and then we'd say, oh, we should have recorded that. Right. (laughs) That's exactly what we would have done. But but then again, uh, I try to psych myself out, because I I want another encounter like that. Right. And then uh, I I just see, in in my vision, this is our encounter, we'll hear it, and then uh, I'll stand there like on Terminator and cut my chest and come and get me. (laughs) But it probably won't work out. I'll, I'll probably be in the fetal <laughs> position crying, and they'll have to throw me in back of the truck. You'll be like, "Don't leave me alone! Leave me alone!" <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they, they won't mess with me anyway because I'll have peed on
0: myself and everything. Yeah, they'll be like, "Oh man, this one smells rotten." <laughs> yep. Uh No, it's it's. <clears throat> I mean, it's just interesting, and there's so many sightings. Uh, all like we've said time and time again. It's either a mass delusion or people are telling the truth. Not everyone that says they have a sighting is telling a tall tale. Right. I just right. don't, I don't think so.
1: And, and usually the ones who are, uh, you could almost tell a lot of it. Just with their body language or the way they're talking. But if someone has had a genuine encounter you could almost tell because they're passionate about their... If they'll tell their story, they're passionate about it. And in in some cases, you could almost even see that fear come back to them.
0: I was going to say, there's been a a few interviews that I watched that when the people were talking about it, they teared up or, or they were like, you know, they started to relive it and the fear started coming back. So, you know, when you see something like that, you know there's real trauma involved. Right. Either that or this person should be an actor, because that's uh, that's an Academy Award act right there.
1: Yeah, and, and that's why uh, I told you I follow this on YouTube, uh, Team Squatch in USA. Right. And uh, the guy, he's a psychiatrist, a doctor, and he, he he's told about his encounter with his family. And uh, when he tells it, he's very emotional. He had even started crying when he said that the thing was between him and his family, watching his family. He said, I just felt so helpless. What could I do? Right. And he he, he teared up. He started crying and a lot of emotion. And uh, yeah. I thought, man, this this guy's probably legit. Well, uh, but, yeah. but he's also the one who claims to have seen portals and who say when they go dark, the Sasquatch, they cloak, they come in. And like if you have a bad back, they'll give you a back massage. And, I and see, that's why I'm, this guy... He almost had me, but then when he says stuff like that, now I'm not saying it, it didn't happen, it's not true, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's it's hard to believe that'd be one of those things I'd have to experience for myself.
0: Well, I mean, that that goes for, like, all, all the whole topic, Sasquatch, because you get some people that, and I have some in my own life that are close to me, that think that it's just a bunch of bull. They're like, this creature's not real. You guys are wasting your time, you know, Thinking you're going to have a sighting or whatnot, and they're like, no, uh, and a majority of the people, if you go down the street and ask them, they're going to say, no, that's not real. It's not. It, yeah. It's kind of like like ghost people are like, oh no, they're, they're not real until it happens. Right. And once once you have an experience, then. It changes your frame of mind a little bit, and you're like, Well, maybe there is something else out there right I'm not sure what it is, but what just happened I'm not sure what that is either
1: yep it, that, that'll change your way, your whole way of thinking sometimes too because yep. like us i mean i I became obsessed with it
0: yeah, no, I mean we did we we get up there as much as we can, we talk about it look we we podcast about it, we talk about it all the time uh it's it's because this earth is full of so many mysteries, and this is one, that this is one of the mysteries that everyone seems to, not everyone, but many people have seen.
1: Right now, <clears throat> here on Earth, our, our scientists, brilliant minds, they figured some stuff out.
0: Right, but they don't
1: know everything, and that's why a lot of people go by their textbooks on science. You know, those are the laws. Those are the
0: laws. No, they're not.
1: And uh, that's why they take all this as concrete. You know, I. I, I haven't seen anything that would suggest that there would be any creature like a Bigfoot. So science didn't tell them, so they don't believe it.
0: Well, when people tell me that, I I use one example. I say, well, okay, if, if, if you go by the laws of science, then why does the helicopter get off the ground? Because theoretically, uh, mechanically, and physically, that thing's not supposed to fly. A helicopter, it's... It's a design that is, it's a miracle because they do fly. But if you ask engineers and when they were developing, they said, theoretically, this machine should not leave the ground. So there's a good example of the laws ain't set in stone.
1: Right. And just, uh, it's funny because there's still a lot in this world, this universe. We we haven't even scratched the surface. We haven't even scratched the surface of our own planet.
0: Well, I think here's my thing. I think we think that we're smarter than we are. Right Um, now, don't get me wrong. We've come a long way with technology, but there's there's a different story to that one. You know, we could been which a lot of people will tell you that we traded with aliens. You know, to gain the advantage technologically over the past last hundred years. You know, I mean, we went from the 1920s cart horse buggy. And from the first automobile in the twenties to where we are today, we've moved at the speed of light. uh, You know, with technology. Right. Um. For hundreds of years, that's all it was was the king's road and the horse. You
1: know. Right. Yes. Yes. You're right.
0: Uh, So that's a different story.
1: Right. And look, look how fast they've developed computers. Yep. I mean, even when uh, we were younger, when the computers were first. Coming out, there was no such thing as a home computer. We no, you know, we couldn't have it. The computers they had that the government was using were big as houses.
0: Right, and and now look at the the cell phone. Uh, how how that technology has moved just so rapidly. Yep. So you know, are we really that smart? Mm, we we do use our brain, but if I think we use our brain for the wrong things, uh, you know, yes. Studying space and sending telescopes out—that's all cool. But I think we use most of our brain power to try and learn how to kill each other. Right. You know. That's, and that's
1: a big thing. Uh, I heard on the news they're talking about our budget for defense is more than the next five countries combined. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine if we didn't do that? We put that into growing food or making.
0: Well, food. well, that's what I'm saying. If we would put some of that money into studying other things, like you know. Uh, alternative energy, or, or and really taking it serious, like we take developing warheads and whatnot, take right. it take it serious. I think we'd come across a lot, a lot of I don't want to say paranormal, mm-hmm. but I would say maybe interdimensional right. discoveries. Uh, I I don't know what we'd come across, but you know, uh, I think we just need to refocus our studying rather than
1: right, right. Just look when. Uh China announced their hypersonic hypersonic stuff. Right. And then this country said, we need it. Now. We need it, yeah. How we, long we, did
0: it take us? Not very long. We got to have it. Yep. We got to have it. I mean, we may have already had it. They just let it slip that we have it saying, okay, just so you know, we have it too. Yeah. You know you know how our government does. But one thing that uh, David Pilates did also say that he mentioned a gentleman and he said that gentleman said, you know, the government has been lying to us about everything forever.
1: Yeah, I, I, I
0: and, believe that. And, and these creatures, I do believe, is one of the things that they know about them, but they lie and say, nope, it's a bear.
1: Right. And uh, <laughs> getting back to the government lying to us, there's a whole other level of government that people probably don't even know about. Right. I mean, we have our people in Capitol Hill, our people in Santa Fe, our elected officials, <clears throat> but there's so much that they don't even know. They have to get... A subpoena from other agencies to get them to release information
0: that's that's how government keeps well the the motive of big government is to distract everyone so that no one really knows what's going on except for the very few in the know that right that are involved in all the black projects. But uh, you rest assured they can't fool us. That's We're here.
1: <laughs> We're bringing you the
0: truth. That's right. That's right. <laughs> this ain't fake news, people. No. Nope. It's <laughs> uh, And that's a good point. But, you know, I, I do believe the government knows about these creatures. I do, too. Yeah. I, they do. Um, well, you know, uh, that's going to do it for Tonight. Uh, we hope you like what we shared with you. If you have any suggestions or if you have a sighting or a story, and it doesn't have to be Sasquatch, maybe a ghost story, a yeah. haunting or yep. whatnot.
1: We love that too.
0: Well, We'll bring you on air and we'll talk about it. So you know how to get in touch with us. All right. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.